Hi there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellranby.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Well, hey there, friends, and thank you for joining me on this cold January day. Um, If you are cold, grab you some hot tea, hot chocolate, something warm to drink. And if you're on another side of the world where it's warm, uh, I'm happy for you. Grab some iced tea, something cold to drink. And let's talk for a few minutes about the power in relying on God's faithfulness. I'm so glad you've joined me today. And I just want to open with a moment of prayer. So, Lord, thank you for being a faithful God, Lord, for always being with us, for being our very present help in time of trouble. And I just ask that you open your word, that you um, just speak to all of us more about your faithfulness and it become a weapon that we can use in our daily walk and uh, can ground us and make us strong and secure in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Well, I'm excited to share something with you that I've been um, just studying this last week and something God just kind of dropped in my heart. And I hope it'll encourage you. Um, If you caught my last podcast and it was a redo of Psalm 37, I think the first one didn't quite turn out right. So if you haven't gotten to listen to it, you may want to go back and listen to that um, because that is Psalm 37 was something that God spoke to me the beginning of this year and just said these are your marching orders and so I've been just digging into that to just find out more of what he's saying and I hope that you'll be encouraged and blessed and strengthened in that but I want to highlight just a word that I saw and have just been really pondering and thinking about it. Psalm 37 verse 3 says, and I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. It gives us a few more words to help us understand the meaning. And um, so it says, trust, rely on, and have confidence in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness and that last little bit um, really caught my attention feed securely on his faithfulness and so I started just asking him about that and and I just knew that there was something there and I looked up this passage in the passion translation and I want to read um, Psalm 37 3 in this it says keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in his eyes Fix your eyes, fix your heart on the promises of God, and you will be secure feasting on his faithfulness. And so I I saw that last little bit, feed on his faithfulness, 
feasting on his faithfulness. And so I began to just explore deep, a little bit deeper in this. And, you know, I thought of just different times in my own life where everything hasn't gone the way that I've wanted it to. But I can now see how God was right there. He was a very present help in time of trouble. Nope, God has not answered my prayers exactly like I wanted them. Sometimes not even close to how I've wanted them. But nevertheless, he's always been faithful. And, um, you know, I think that there's something about reminding ourselves of all the times that God has been faithful. And so I want you to just take a minute and I want you to just reflect. And I'm going to pause and just give you a time to just think back on when you can say, yeah, God was right there. Yeah, God helped me. I don't know how on earth I got through that. So think for a minute of a time, several times throughout your life that God has been faithful. Maybe you've just come to know him. I mean, in his faithfulness, he drew you, even though you were caught up in addiction and sin and, and all the, you know, all the things. Um, Maybe you were, you came to know the Lord as a little girl. I did when I was 10. I gave my heart to Jesus. I heard how he loved me, how he died for my sins, how if I wanted to go to heaven, I needed to invite him into my heart. And I remember doing that. Um, and I can look back and just see how God has been faithful. I mean, looking back just even on being a little girl not long after I accepted the Lord I just had this huge fear of dying and I don't know where it came from um, but it was a real deal I had anxiety about it and I remember my parents uh, getting some people at church to just surround me and pray for me and God did set me free he was even as a child he was showing me his faithfulness to set me free um, I remember the time in high school when I was riding with a, there were two girls and we were riding and we came to get on I-10 and to go across town and my friend was driving and she pushed the pedal and we did a 360 right there getting on I-10 and fortunately there was not another vehicle coming, we didn't get hurt, uh, we were a little scared but we laughed and I look back and think, oh my God, thank you for being there and protecting us and for allowing us to, you know, we had to come, we came to a dead stop on Interstate 10. And the fact that, and there was a hill right behind us, so people come sailing over that hill. And the fact that, you know, none of us got hurt, we didn't have a wreck, uh, you know, God was right there covering us as teenagers. Uh, there was the time that God healed my marriage and I can just look back on just time after time in my life now that I've thought about the times he's been faithful and can see how he was right there. Um, you know, when my late husband died and I was widowed in my 40s, I remember just kind of having to stop and sit there, you know, when I took a breath and ask the question now what just happened in my life because life as I knew it was over it was never going to be the same and I thought what can I depend on anymore you know my husband went there to depend on and I 
I came to the conclusion, and this is written in my journal back in those that time period, that I, I did know God loved me. God had worked some deep things about his love for me in my heart. And I did know he loved me. I did know that he was with me. By that time in my life, I had seen his, I had, you know, knew that he was really with me, that I wasn't facing this journey of widowhood all alone. And the third thing that I wrote down is, Lord, you've been faithful. No, you didn't heal my husband of cancer. No, things hadn't, our prayers hadn't turned out the way we had wanted. But deep in my heart, somehow I knew he was faithful and that he was with me and that he loved me. And those were the things that gave me just courage to navigate, you know, the uncharted waters that I'd been thrown into at that time. The word faithful, let's talk about what that means. The word faithful means a time when you've depended on God, a time when he was there for you at your worst moment. Um you know, look back, maybe a time when you look back and you just wonder, how on earth did I get through that? And you realize now it was God. It was God. And so going back to this scripture, it says, dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness. You know, the word dwell means reside, stay, remain, rest, and, and um, that word dwell, dwell in the land. I think that's occupying the land. That's the atmosphere around us. Um, it's occupying maybe where, where God has called you to serve. It's as a parent, it is dwelling in the land. It's establishing your God-given right to parent your children and love them and train them in the things of God. Um, so that's, I, to me, what dwell means. It means remain, rest, um, stay until God directs you otherwise. And dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness. Well, let's talk about feed. I was thinking about that. Um, we have a place in Uvalde, Texas, and we have um, 30 acres in front of our house. And we have had some sheep and some goats in there eating another landowner needed we've we've had a big drought and there wasn't enough grass and we happened to have some and so he brought his sheep and goats over and as i've watched them feed and thought about that they pretty much eat all day long anytime you look out there they are just slowly grazing and eating and every now and then you'll see them, you know, lying under a shade tree or whatever. But these sheep are always feeding on the grass, slowly chewing. And it's a constant, pretty constant thing. And I was thinking about feeding on his faithfulness. And I think there's so many times life is hard. It's not always easy. Things are challenging in our lives. But I think what feeding or feasting on his faithfulness means is remembering those times that God has gotten us through situations where he's redeemed things, where he's brought us, brought us out on the other side, um, where he's turned things around, 
where he's been with me. Maybe you're facing a huge challenge right now in your workplace or in your marriage or in your church or in your community. I know here in Uvalde, we just got some news. The Department of Justice presented a report and, you know, this whole community is hurting and um, saddened and um, it's just a tough place, I think, in some ways, a tough place right now and tough for many people on many different levels, from law enforcement to leadership to the parents that lost children uh, to the parents that had kids in the school. And so, but when we can feed on his faithfulness, that can be an anchor and that can help us get through the tough stuff. Uh, maybe you're facing a physical battle and just seeing how God's brought you through some stuff. I think we have to remind ourselves of who God is and how he's been faithful. Maybe he helped you do some hard things. Maybe you had to deliver some tough news or you had to face a situation you didn't want to. These are the times that we need to remind ourselves of God's faithfulness. Uh, maybe you're struggling to forgive betrayal. Um, maybe there's something that you're struggling with. Begin to remind yourself of the times God has been faithful. Um, you know, I was thinking back on just the day that my dad was diagnosed with metastatic bone cancer. And the doctor sat there and told me it had been a long, long day, um, three days actually, and the doctor came in and he said, our tests are conclusive. Mr. Jones, you've got metastatic bone cancer. You need to get your affairs in order because you've got maybe three months to live. And I went home after that long day, stopped by my, to see my mom, had a good little visit with her. And 15 hours after I got the news about dad, the caregiver called me and said, you need to get over here quick, it's your mom. And I went over there and mom was gone. And so, you know, then I had to go into the hospital and tell my sweet daddy, his wife was, you know, 53 years was gone. Um, I look back and I think, how on earth did I get through that? Just physically, mentally, emotionally. And I can tell you, God's hand and his presence was right there. And he was faithful to me in that hard, hard season. Uh, recently, I've had some physical setbacks from a major surgery and on my hip. I can tell you now, uh, or on my ductor muscle and tendon, a tough recovery. Had to totally stay off of it and hop on one foot for eight weeks. Um, I'm doing so much better, <laughs> but um, I can see how God has helped me in so many ways. And so I think just reminding God, you were faithful in this, you were faithful in that. That's what it means to feed on his faithfulness. Let's look at another passage. Um, well, before I look at another passage, I just want to talk about what faithfulness means in the Hebrew. And I looked up this word and it means security. It means stability. It means steady and truth. And you know, there isn't a whole lot we can depend on, but we can depend on God that somehow, some way, He's going to get us through, be with us, and and it's going to 
He's going to walk with us through whatever it is. Feasting on his faithfulness to me is like saying, yeah, but. I mean, we don't, we're not called to deny our circumstances or where we're at, but it's like saying, yeah, but God. And let's look at another passage in Psalms 36, verse 5. It says, your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens and your faithfulness to the skies. Right there is talking about just how faithful God is. The psalmist David was just, you know, he knew God was faithful to help him kill the bear. He was faithful to help him kill the lion when he was just a shepherd boy. He just didn't know much, but he did know God. And then God was faithful in helping him defeat Goliath. And then God was faithful helping him as he became king. So that's in Psalm 36 verse 5. It talks about how God's faithfulness reaches to the sky. And then Psalm 40 verse 11 says, Do not withhold your mercy from me. Lord, may your love and your faithfulness always protect me. That right there, it you know, David knew that God's love, understanding God's great love was a protection for him and God's faithfulness was a protection for him. Man, we need that in this day and age where we where we live and where things we can't always rely on a lot of things. We can't rely on the government. Um, there's all sorts of things that we face now as we draw near to the returning of the Lord. And um, I love Psalm 86, verse 15. It says, But you, Lord, are compassionate and a gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. He's got plenty. He's got a lot of faithfulness. The Bible says he will never leave us or forsake us. Doesn't mean life is going to be easy. The scripture is full of people that went through adversity. And yet God was faithful to him. He was faithful to Abraham. The man waited and waited and waited to have children. And then he did. And then God said, put him on the altar. And right in day, and Abraham knew God. And he knew how to walk with God. And it made no sense, I'm sure, to him. But then right at the moment, you know, a sheep appeared and the perfect sacrifice was there. Um, and he didn't have to, he didn't have to sacrifice Isaac. God was faithful. Uh, God was faithful to Job. Job lost everything. God was faithful to restore that. Um, the scripture goes on. Jesus hung on the cross you know, he was crucified. He was buried. But guess what? He rose again. And by that, so much of mankind, you know, we we have direct access to a God that dearly, dearly loves us. And I was just thinking about God's faithfulness and how, yes, we need to feast on it. We need to remind ourselves all day when you face something at work. And you're tempted to lose your temper or you face something at work and it's not easy or you don't know how to fix it. Reminding yourself saying, 
okay, God, but you have been faithful to me in this. You've been faithful. You will be faithful to me. I'm looking to you, Lord, for the answer to this. I'm looking to you for help. I'm looking to you. Um, but remind yourself of other times he's been faithful. It's going to feed your spirit. It's going to deposit good things in you. And I know for me, as I have just reminded myself of that, um, it's helped me bite my tongue. <laughs> it's helped me to respond in a different way. Um, so I know this has worked because I've been practicing feeding on his faithfulness this week. Um, and especially in our world today, we need, I feel like, to feed on his faithfulness. Galatians 5.22, and I'm going to wrap things up. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, and fruit is evidence. Fruit is evidence. You know that what kind of tree it is when the oranges are hanging on it. The orange is the fruit. So you know. So the fruit of walking with the Lord, the fruit of the Spirit, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. So there's that element where, yes, we are called to be faithful. Our word needs to be true. Our yes needs to be yes. Our no needs to be no. We, that's being faithful, dependable, reliable. But I think it's also the fruit of walking with God is relying on and feasting on his faithfulness. So um, I just want to give you that little nugget. I think it is saying, thank you, Lord, for the time that you, and fill in the blank. Thank you, Lord. When I think of what feasting and feeding on his faithfulness means, saying, thank you, Lord, for the time that you did this. Um, thank you, Lord, that you were with me during that, um, this, that. It's reminding ourselves of when God has been there for us, when he's been faithful, when perhaps we didn't understand anything at all. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope it's encouraged you. I'd love to hear your comments as you begin practice, practicing feeding on his faithfulness and look into him. It's going to give you hope. It's going to give you expectancy. It's going to help you navigate whatever you're going through. And so let me just close real quick with prayer. So Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love. Thank you that your faithfulness reaches up to the sky. It's, there's no limit. We can't even see the end of your faithfulness. Um, thank you that your love and your mercy is new every morning. And so thank you, God that your faithfulness protects us and that you abound in love and faithfulness for us. So remind us, I ask that you bless each listener and their family. God, strengthen the body of Christ and thank you so much for who you are and for being a faithful God and help us to model that. Lord, to all those around us, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you have a super week. I would love to hear from you. So if you can take a minute to put a comment about this podcast, um, that would be great. All right. Have a blessed week.